listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. My name is Elena Ciccatelli, an award-winning automotive executive, and I'm so excited to introduce you to some of the most dynamic thought leaders the EV economy has to offer. Listen in on honest conversations I have with the leading electric vehicle experts and uncover critical insights that will help you jump ahead and stay there. The electrification race is officially on, and these conversations have never been more important. So whether you're an automotive executive or just an EV enthusiast, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. So Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Well, it was good to see you at Move America, and I'm glad that we are making this episode happen. So uh, Paul, let's get a little bit more about your background, your story, and how you ended up where you are today. Sure. So uh, for everyone to know, I am the COO and co-founder of DigiSure, and we're an insure tech that's been around for about five years. Uh, by way of my background, before starting DigiSure, I was with Liberty Mutual's uh, insurance innovation team, working on personal lines, innovation, all kinds of new technologies for auto and home lines. And before that, I worked for a, another insurance carrier in the Southeast US that specialized in auto insurance only for about five years. And I think at this point, 10 plus years in, like I'm, I'm stuck in insurance. I don't know how I'm going to ever get out again. It's very similar to automotive. Once you get into automotive, you do not leave. So yeah. talk a little bit more about your involvement with EVs, your work with peer-to-peer -peer and, and mobility companies. So DigiSure works with all sorts of new mobility uh, providers. So that could be a peer-to-peer -peer platform where you're renting a vehicle from another private owner. That could be that car sharing vehicle you see on the street and you want to rent it from your phone app for the next hour and a half. Uh, that could be a car subscription uh, where you're looking online and you're going to take a car for the next three month commitment and then month to month thereafter. So there's all sorts of new uh, mobility models that have come to market in the past, call it five to 10 years, starting off with something as, as uh, common as Zipcar, right? And what DigiSure is doing is building the insurance value chain for all of these various platforms so that they can focus on their customer base and not worry about all things insurance. Because once you start to really dig in, there are several insurance headaches that come with these new mobility models, especially in the U.S. market with such a crazy insurance environment. And we try to make that easy for these companies. Yeah, ease of use is definitely where it's at, especially like you said, with all these new mobility models can get pretty tricky and we want to make sure that everyone is covered and safe. So I want to talk about subscriptions a little bit more. Um, and I know that you, again, like really live and breathe in this world, subscriptions, EVs and insurance. So why do you think this is such a, a popular model within this in the EV ecosystem? Yeah, so car subscriptions is not a new idea. This is something that's been around for, I would say, at least the past 10, 20 years in various forms, but it has really started to gain traction with the expansion of electric vehicles. And I think it makes a lot of sense that these two things go together, uh, mostly from a transaction economic perspective, right? Because if you look at the EV, uh, the price has been coming down steadily. Uh, in, in the recent years. So they're becoming more affordable for uh, providers of fleets to, to put these out there. The depreciation curve is substantially different, right? These cars go 300, 400,000 miles as opposed to 100, 150,000 miles. And so these cars last a lot longer. They're also more durable uh, from a maintenance perspective. Uh, I, I would just think of some of the headaches with a car subscription, right? Because if you're at month three and it's time for an oil change, 
as a subscriber, are you going to go get the oil changed in that car? Like you're, what if you only plan to keep it for another two weeks? You're like, I don't care. The car's going to be fine for another two weeks. And, and then at that point, it's not my problem anymore. So that's where with an EV, it's nice that there's so little maintenance that you actually have to do. It's basically just charge and go until you need your tires, which is way less frequent. So Paul, I want to go back and talk a little bit more about some of the shifts that you're seeing in the EV landscape. The new OEMs are disruptors to the incumbents, right? So starting off with like Tesla being sort of the poster child, um, they don't have the same sales channels as a GM, right? So they don't have that large dealer network. Their goal is to provide a website buying experience, right? So you can go onto tesla.com, design your, your car and order it straight from the website, never needing to interact with another human. Delivery time, you can go pick it up or maybe they'll just bring it to your house, right? And it's just a different buying experience from when you walk into a GM dealership. So I think there's a, a convergence of new OEM manufacturers as well as electric vehicles kind of converging there. So I think there's some strong similarities there and that's why you see EVs kind of driving this change, but it's not, I think, exactly because of the electric vehicle itself. On the other hand, you can see the incumbents using EVs as a way to kind of revolutionize their, their buying channels as well. So if you're going for the Lightning F-150, uh, you can purchase that online without a dealership. And, and that's going to be a very complicated situation to kind of untangle for the large carriers, I mean, large uh, OEMs with their dealership networks over time. Yeah, so there's a lot of different risks to think about, and it's, it is more complicated than sort of thinking about your own personal situation and calling uh, a, a State Farm or a GEICO to get your own insurance policy. So there's a lot of different factors in play. First, uh, we tell these companies that they need to think about their first customer that walks in the door. Like, how do you know that this person is not going to steal that car? And then once you can satisfy that question, how do you know that they're able to pay for whatever damages that are going to occur to the car? And is the car going to be covered if they go out and damage it? And finally, are they a safe driver in the first place? So these are all like critical, critical questions that will um, help your business succeed or fail if you can't answer them accurately. And then from the other side for the renter, how do you know that this car is safe, right? So Digisure has some tools that are going to make sure that this call, this car does not have a recall that's open currently. Or if it's a peer-to-peer -peer transaction, make sure that that owner that is representing that car is actually the owner of that vehicle and that it has a valid registration. So there's just a lot of different things that could happen that uh, needs to be uh, verified and, and made sure that it's a safe and trustworthy transaction for everyone that's involved. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure that you've seen some horror stories on your side. Yeah, we've seen all sorts of interesting situations. There's lots of creativity out there. <laughs> um, so I mean, one of the most, one of the largest and most famous cases was a platform called Car2Go. And what happened in Chicago area, they decided to save some money by uh, no longer screening customers for fraud. And there was a, uh, a fraud ring in the Chicago area that caught wind of that. And they proceeded to steal about 70 or 80 Mercedes over the course of a weekend. So that was kind of a, a big one. Um, there was also a exotic car sharing company in the San Francisco area, and they lost a Ferrari, a Lamborghini, and I think a third car over the course of a week. And they were very quickly shut down because those are obviously very, very expensive to not be able to find. Right. Exactly. What a, oh, I can't imagine that owner probably had 15 heart attacks at once. Uh, but getting back to EVs, what are uh, some of the things that, Paul, that you and your team are excited to work on in 2024? 
Yeah, I mean, we're super excited about the EV trends in general. I think uh, consumer adoption has probably been higher than anticipated. Uh, there's some charging network problems, but I think that's a, a short-term hiccup that will need to get figured out. It's been figured out in every other country that has EVs already. It's kind of a, a US-specific problem. Uh, so related to that, car subscriptions, I think, is the way to go in the future, right? Like why own a car? Why lease a car when you can just make monthly decisions as to whether you want to continue ownership of this car that you don't have to deal with the DMV for, that you don't have to deal with an insurance provider for, and you don't have to think about maintenance, right? It's just sort of one payment that covers all of the associated uh, headaches for that vehicle ownership at, at the touch of your fingers, right? And you can make frequent changes, which I think everyone would love to do if you have that opportunity. So we're really excited about that. In the digital portfolio, I think close to half of our clients are EV only, and we expect that to continue to grow. Of course, these are still mostly smaller platforms, so it's not half of our business yet, but I think in the next 12 to 18 months, it will become more than half of our business. Interesting. All right. So you heard it here first. You better keep your eyes peeled on Digisure making some moves in 2024. I love it. So Paul, um, where can folks reach out to you on the internet if they have any questions about Digisure or just want to be connected to you? Sure. So you can always find our website at www.digisure.ai. So D-I-G-I-S-U-R-E. And you can find all our blog posts and content there. Thank you so much for listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and subscribe to the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. We read every single comment, so thank you in advance. If you have an idea for an upcoming episode or you would like to be a guest on the show, go to EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. That's EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. Until next time, keep charging forward. Word.